Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello and welcome to Nine Bob Note. I am Paul. And I'm Ken. Well, Ken, I've got three words for you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year indeed. Hurrah. Are we feeling tired and emotional? Yes. Yes. It's been very... Uh, very testing, <laughs> festive period. But of course, we've got lots to look forward to this year. Well, what have we got to look forward to this episode? Our wishes for 2023. Uh, well, I'll kick us off this time. Uh, my first one is that the idiotic war in Ukraine comes to an end quite quickly. Uh, it's showing no signs of letting up. And there's really only one logical conclusion to this which is somebody somewhere puts Putin out of our misery. And I don't think it's likely to happen anytime soon because there's no way back for him from this. So, yeah, it's only going to end very, very badly. (laughs) For the sake of the world at large, uh, I'd wish it was sooner rather than later. Ukraine's being bombed shit, uh, so it's not very nice for the people that live there. But it's also having a big knock-on effect around the world with everything. So, yeah, that's first and most important wish for 2023. Uh, yes, I heartily concur with that. We've had enough of this now. Yes. Enough is enough. Now, look here, my good man. <laughs> <laughs> my first wish for the year is a sort of a general wish for the country as we crown our new monarch, King Charles mm-hmm. III. There's obviously going to continue to be debates about the monarchy and the place that the royal family has in society, blah, blah, blah. But I think, as you have said several times, he's waited a very long time mm. to, to be given this chance. And from what we've seen of him in action so far, you know, he's not going to just suddenly ch- change everything and turn everything around and say, because he completely respected his mother's way of doing mm. things and obviously some of the traditions. But he is already starting to bring a little bit more of a modern, approachable mm. air to it. I think we'll see that in whatever format the coronation actually takes. But it's a, a new year and a new direction for the uh, for the royal family. I wish that it will be a positive one. I think it will be. I, mm. I'm, I've been very positive about Charles so far, and uh, I can't see him making any monumental cock-ups. The royal family is just not designed that way to allow for great political speeches or anything. And a good thing too, because he's not there for that. No. But in terms of, uh, yeah, driving the monarchy forward and and progressing, I think that they've been in the face of some quite unpleasant media attention during the whole uh, Harry and Meghan interview things where they've given their side of the story. It could have been much worse from there. It could have been this tremendous spat and they haven't risen to it. No. Now, whether or not that's a good thing or a bad, I personally think it's a good thing. It, um, it's just not, like all families, don't air your dirty linen in public. Uh, so I think that they've taken the right approach. Yes, I don't think that there's anything that the royal family could have said. That would have made it better, no, no. No, because people who are on team Harry and Meghan would have just mm. shot them down. So they've maintained a, a dignified silence. <laughs> 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 um, but let's ho- hopefully this will be the sort of the build-up to the coronation and the, mm. the, the things that are being put in place will be a new start for everyone. Fingers crossed. Mm. Well, in a similar sort of vein, my second wish for the new year is political stability. (laughs) 
Now, we haven't had political stability for a good 12 years, near enough 13. In 2010, we ended up with a coalition government that lasted a terminally long time, (laughs) where there was just political stagnation in the country, um, where everything that the Conservative coalition put forward was blocked by Labour. Labour weren't putting anything forward. So the entire country was ground to a halt. Then we had the Brexit referendum, where all the parties <laughs> were just, um, should we do something about this? Well, we've got three years. It's, it's um, we, we probably start thinking about this, really. And anything that they did put forward was blocked and blocked and blocked. And then you had poor Theresa May, who <laughs> tried to rescue the thing and was just blocked. And just out of spite, I think, because... <laughs> As soon as Boris Johnson got in, he put exactly the same on the table and they <laughs> voted it through. through. And so it was, there was a lot of petty, spiteful, nasty politics. And then in 2019, there was a majority Conservative government, major, first majority government for a good 10 years, three months of pushing forward whether you liked what they were doing or not. And then COVID struck. And so we've had another two years of complete stagnation where nothing's happened. After that, we've just had resign, resign every time there's the first hint of a mistake. And you're just constantly changing who's in. There's no continuity whatsoever. So there's no stability for the country, really, in that respect. Now, I blame a lot of that on the way society's gone. As I've said in earlier episodes, people are just trial by the media. So you've cocked up once, that's it, you're out, resign, resign. So everybody's changing all the time. There's no stability. We need a good period, whether it's red or blue, of stability. It doesn't matter. But we need a government that drives forward with an agenda, whether you like it or not. Yes, it's impossible to get anything done Mm. if we're just constantly trying to change who's in charge. And as you say, whether or not you like the people who are in charge, if they're in there for long enough, they will get stuff done. Yes. Stuff will change and things will Mm. happen. Whereas, as you say, for around about 13 years, nothing has happened. Nothing has happened at all. (laughs) So, yeah, it's stability. And then, of course, we'll probably have the same conversation next year about America (laughs) when (laughs) Donald Teflon Trump gets re-elected for a second. Oh, America, sort yourselves out. You've still got time to change. Take this as your Ebenezer Scrooge moment. (laughs) My second wish for the year is probably a little bit light, uh, more light-hearted than that. I really hope that this year we see some good stuff in terms of things to read, watch, listen mm. to. So I mentioned on a previous podcast that I'm very excited that we're now at the date of broadcast of this will probably be about a week away from the uh, the new Matt Cain novel, which is called Becoming Ted, which is a, <laughs> which I'm very excited about. But just in whoa, 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 whoa! You can't leave that there. Explain. Well, I, I don't really know anything about it. I, I try not to. Uh, Who is Matt Cain? Matt, Matt Cain. He was one of the Twelve Years of Christmas. Oh, I've edited that. I've yeah, drunk, I mean, that drunk was, since yeah, then. Obviously, that was uh, weeks ago that we discussed that. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's a, a great author. Really, a really nice guy. And the books I've read of his are really good. And he's got this new one out called Becoming Ted which all the people who I follow on Twitter who have read previews of it have raved about. Mm. But yeah, looking forward to that. But also there's 
a ton of new TV stuff coming out this year. There are some films coming out that I am quite excited about. You know, when you just think, please just let them all be good. Don't let them be bad. One of the things that I'm, I'm most intrigued about is the Barbie movie, uh, <laughs> which I, I did not see that coming <laughs> at all. Yeah. Which it, it was just one of those really bizarre things that's been sort of bubbling under for a while. And it was like, oh yeah, they're making a Barbie movie. And then it has got, oh, I can't remember her name, playing Barbie. We can look this up, yes. bear with me. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan Gosling is playing Ken and they released some publicity shots of it last year and it just looks really camp and silly and the first trailer was released just before Christmas last year and I think it's going to do to Barbie what the Lego movie did for Lego. It's also featuring a possibly a last role of this kind before he gets into the serious stuff for Shooty Gatler. <laughs> Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, thank you. Harley Quinn. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it looks so silly. It's not a kids' movie, so I don't I don't know what to expect. But I I certainly didn't expect to be talking about the Barbie movie on our <laughs> yeah. pod. Maybe we'll be doing a nine bob night out to go and watch it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean that was just one example off the top of my head. But yeah, there's quite a few big uh, big films and series and stuff that are coming out, and I just want them all to be good. So that's my wish basically. Well, my final wish is uh, on a very similar note, although slightly more screwed down. It's Doctor Who's 60th anniversary this year. Yeah. And I am very, very hopeful that it's going to be a wonderful new start for the series. I may have talked in previous episodes about how much I enjoy it, but it's the most wonderful format for any programme. Every week it can be something completely different. It can be historical, it can be deadly serious, it can be comedy, it can be in space, in the future, the past. Anywhere you can set it, Doctor Who can go there. And there doesn't need to be any explanation why it's gone there. It just <laughs> does. But uh, Russell T. Davis has got his hands back on the thing, gotten two new Doctors this year, plus probably a host of old ones popping up to say hello. <laughs> and then Disney are hurling millions at it mm. because they're streaming it uh, around the world. And BBC will take the reins in England, of course. But I just think it's going to be a magnificent new start for the thing. And I can't wait to see it. And I've not been this enthused about the programme for years. It is. It's really, really exciting. I mean, it's still months and months away from any episodes. Being 11 months away, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know an awful lot about what the episodes are going to be, and I kind of hope that it stays that way. So do I, yeah. But I also really like the drips of information that we're getting. You just wake up on it. It's usually on a Sunday, and there's something there that Russell T. Davis has leaked, <laughs> has leaked out. And I think that sense of anticipation, which I was thinking back to when Jodie Whittaker took over and it was a bit of a reboot, wasn't it? But everything that was announced about it, it was almost like it was done to wind people up. And, mm. <laughs> you know, it was just the way it was done. It just didn't hit right to the point where, although we were obviously excited when it came back, there was the expectation that 
it's probably not going to be great. And unfortunately, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. you know, whereas with this, there's just so much excitement and so much like silly, you know, like it's like being kids again, isn't it? Well, every single day <laughs> there's been something trending on Twitter. Now, I still hate Twitter hmm. and I'm going to continue to hate Twitter until the day it dies. But every single day something Who related is trending. Yes. And every day there's a news article somewhere related to Doctor Who over nothing. But it's still tantalising enough to get you to, oh, just click on that. <laughs> every single day. Yeah. Now, you're not telling me that Davis isn't pulling the strings on this thing and just... I think, you know, there was a this supposed spat between John Barrowman and Eve Miles the, the other week. And then a couple of days later, oh, it's all resolved now, we're good. So you got a couple of days worth of news out of something that didn't really exist. Yes. You know, now whether but people were, you know, this morbid fascination with media spat. So they were, <laughs> it's just, I just think it's a wonderfully positive time for any producer, for any program that can wring that much publicity out of nothing. Mm. If Coronation Street managed it, and, and, or, or any other drama series managed this, I'd be pleased for them as well. Yeah. Because it's good when people are enthused about something rather than I'm a celebrity, oh, God, I know, Love Island, or something <laughs> worthless crap. <laughs> oh, God, have you seen this in the jungle, what they've said? Yeah, it's all engineered, mate. It's, uh, there's, there's nothing real about that. You, it's as much of a drama-scripted serial as Doctor Who is. It's, there's nothing... So, but at least getting enthused about a, a genuine, well-scripted series... I think well-scripted and well-written, So, but we've got the money as well this time. So, yeah. oh, yeah, just high, high hopes for that. Absolutely. I have to say that that was also going to be my third wish. <laughs> well, would you like to talk for your third wish about what your hopes for Doctor Who are? Yeah. I mean, we have got the 60th anniversary specials, which, again, we don't know much about, mm-hmm. and they've all been filmed and wrapped, and so... There's not going to be any more leaks, you know, like from the set and things. Mm. I imagine we'll probably find out a little bit about guest stars and stuff. But I get the feeling that he's keeping pretty much everything from that as a surprise. Yeah. Which is going to be really good. I have questioned why there was a need to bring back David Tennant. But then he knows what he's doing. David Tennant is the most popular of the... The modern uh, the doctors. Modern doctors yeah. And that's going to get people back in watching it. There's millions of people who say, well, yeah, I'll watch these specials. And then if they enjoy those, then they may well stay on for the, for the new series. I am very excited about the 15th Doctor. Mm. I just think he, there's just something about him. He just looks like so much fun. And he released a video where they announced, you know, where they sort of showed the costumes of mm. him and the uh, companion. And they seem to just get on really well and have a really good chemistry. And I think it's going to be fun, which means that you can get across because someone, someone was saying on Twitter the other day, oh, yeah, but is it just going to be preachy again? Is it preachy? Again? Doctor Who was always covered serious political and social Mm. issues it hasn't always been preachy because there's a way of doing it and I think having these people just having fun means you can cover serious issues and get across points about society and you know things like that and attitudes without having to have someone talking into the camera today we're going to talk about racism (laughs) 
<laughs> well, if you look at the Stephen Moffat era, the Stephen Moffat era was arguably more woke than the Russell T. Davis era. Yeah. So you take a, an episode like A Good Man Goes to War. They're on this space station that's riddled with aliens, creeds, cultures. There's a, there's, I think there's two soldiers in that that are gay and they mm. are, they're going about their husband and there's racism issues. But they're in it just sort of dropped mm. in and then move on. It's a one-line move on. and it's, yeah. it's almost done as a throwaway thing, but you get the message. It doesn't need to be, right, gather around, children, today. <laughs> because nobody's listening to that. The best bit of leaking, which is something that you uh, you pointed out to me a few weeks back, actually. There'd been a leak of the new TARDIS set, mm. and it was causing uproar. Uh, it actually turned out to be the Teletubbies set, which, <laughs> which suckered so many people in. I couldn't quite believe it, but it, that was... <laughs> Yes, so they didn't quite like it. But I would, I'm, I'm interested to see what David Tennant's set looks like. I can't believe they've built an entire new TARDIS just for him. Mm. I, mean, I imagine it's going to be a redressed version of Jodie Whittaker's TARDIS. I have seen one picture, but I don't know whether it's true or not. And it almost looks sort of frosty and snowy on the inside. Oh, right. But I, I'll, I'll wait. I, I don't want to know. No. Uh, which is why I've, I've purposely avoided watching anything to do with Shooty Catwell. I don't want to be collared by, because I, I know he was in sex education, he was quite mm. an effete character in that. <laughs> I don't want to see that and have my, I go into it prejudging what he's going to be like. Same thing with Jodie Whittaker. I didn't watch, um, well, the only thing I remember from his broad church, but I never watched it. So, no, I want to be completely surprised and blown away by the whole thing this year. Yes, it's going to be good. It's going to be big and probably camp and, <laughs> and all, that, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's quite the feat of marketing that people are talking about something that's 11 months away. But it's not even like, you know, like normally when there's going to be a new series of Doctor Who, they don't really tell you until a few weeks before when it's going to be mm. out. So, you, you know, it's like, oh, it's going to be sometime in 2023. We know that it's going to be November because they've told us that. And we're still talking about it and we're still excited about it. And I don't think we're going to stop being excited about it. I'm enjoying being a child again. Yes. Also, it gives me plenty of time to complete my Doctor Who rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> New podcast coming soon. <laughs> Absolutely. But yes, those are our, our wishes for 2023. Basically, we want the world to be a much better place and Doctor Who to be good. Yes. In summary. And also the Barbie movie. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but with that, we'll sign off. We'll be back to with uh, possibly a bit more normality, if that's even... I don't think that's... No, that's not going to never go to heaven, no. So we'll be back soon with more podcasty goodness. So happy new year again. And yes. we'll see you soon. See you soon, kids. Bye. <laughs>